Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to On the Bright Line podcast, tales from recovering food addicts from the perspective of a physician, a therapist, and an off-the-wall storyteller. We are not affiliated or endorsed by Brightline Eating, and all content presented in this podcast represents our personal opinions and does not represent medical, nutritional, or psychological professional advice. On today's episode, we are going to talk about supportive partners, supportive family, supportive friends. Um, we've talked about support within the community. Now we're going to kind of talk about support outside the community and mm-hmm. with, especially with people who are not doing BLE. They may know about it because you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may have a frame of reference for it, but then they are not um, subscribing or, you know, working the plan. And so therefore, uh, maybe um, we can give some tips and tricks on how to convey our need for support, mm-hmm. um, what support, you know, what good support may look like, what maybe not so good support right. may look like. Right. Uh, and so uh, we're going to call this the Robin episode <laughs> because I think a lot of this is going to come from her background of, um, you know, psychology and what, yeah. how, how really best to um, make this work for you in your life, in your program, no matter what your situation is. And so, you know, I just, we want to, mm-hmm. we want to put it out there that we understand that you know, Bonnie's situation is that she lives with somebody who's doing Billy. Mm-hmm. So for her, you know, it's pretty much contained within their house. They don't really have to think about it when they're in the house. Me, I started the program doing, doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, just me with a husband and two children that ate the way they ate. My husband has now come online and has been doing some, um, some work, not, not eating flour and sugar. And so we are, you know, we're moving that direction and doing it together, which does make life a lot easier, but our kids still, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. I'm not looking for support for my children. That's not what I'm looking yeah. for. But, um, I did start this program with a, with a partner that was not, um, that was not, not, he just wasn't doing BLE and didn't mm-hmm. really know much about it other than what I told him. So, um, Robin. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this would be a great episode to send to the people in your life that are, are not dialed into BLE so that they might be able to understand what support looks like or, um, what maybe a little bit of what to say, what not to say. Right. And I do want to say too, if you're part of the BLE community, Susan's mm-hmm. community, um, there is a video that she has to send to friends and family. There's a friends and family video that mm. it describes what BLE is right. and like in short, like why, you know, the person in your life has chosen this. So, you know, obviously mm-hmm. we are not the only resource. We're not trying to claim that at all, but, uh, this may be a few, um, you know, from Robin's perspective, um, or, you know, all of our perspective, mm-hmm. like what, uh, what, how to ask for support and what good support might look like. So, yeah. So one of the things we were talking about earlier that I love to talk about is the drama triangle and I'll have something on my um, Instagram page, true Creeks counseling, um, about that. Um, so on the drama, drama triangle, there's, you know, three points cause it's a triangle. Um, so the, the unhealthy versions of that point are victim rescuer and persecutor, right? And I think when when we are struggling in the program, I think there can be a tendency for our partners to go to either rescuer or persecutor, mm-hmm. right? And rescuer can sound um, 
couple of different ways, right? A rescuer might sound like, um, oh, honey, you know, this is, this is so hard. You don't, you don't really need to do that, right? Um, you know, maybe a little enabling. Um, persecutor might sound like, um, you know you're not supposed to be eating that, right? Right. Have, have either of you ever experienced people supporting you on the program? Clay and I have persecuted each other. Oh, really? <laughs> and I think we've also enabled each other. Right. You know, um, pre-BLE or post-BLE? Both. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Both. Yeah. So I'll talk about the persecutor. Um, you know, he's doing a bite liquor taste or whatever. And I'm like, why you're not supposed to do that. Oh, and I kind of have to catch myself. We set our ground right. rules early with this and we've really done this all our lives and we've tried to, but we've, we don't follow it well, you're right? Human, we're human. Being. But we've tried to say like, you do you and I'm doing, this is already hard enough for me to do. Yeah. It's not my job to police you. Right. Yeah. He will tend to do the, just fix it for whatever I'll eat it. Like when we first started this, oh, I don't need to know about the program. Just tell me what to eat and I'll eat it right. with you. Oh, right. this sounds so familiar. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm not your, I'm not yeah. going to carry you through That's this. Right. I right. can barely carry myself yes. through this. Right. So we've yep. kind of come to like, I'm not going to tell you when, what to do. And you're not going to tell me what to do because I will push back so hard. I will blow it just to spite you. I will, my right. rebel part will come out screaming. Right. So we've really tried to set that ground, but, but I still find myself doing it. And I notice I do it when I'm having, I'm feeling weak mm-hmm. and then he's doing yeah. the cheat and I'm like, you're cheating, you know? Yeah. And it's really like, cause I'm projecting. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we, you know, we are in maintenance. And so we have certain mm-hmm. things that we've allowed for ourselves. And, um, one of them is like on occasion we'll have, non-fat dairy-free milk with no sugar in it and we'll add cocoa powder to it there's no sugar it's not you know it's not like Mm -hmm. a hot chocolate used to be but that's like a thing we'll have on occasion but it's like when it's not a day where we should be having that or we didn't plan to have that which is the whole thing with this program right you decide what you're going to eat whether you write Mm -hmm. it down or whatever you you make a plan and then you you only eat the things that you said you were going to eat right so it'll be like i want to go off plan and have that. So I'm like, don't you want, do you want oh. me to make you a hot cocoa? It wasn't even, I mean, how crappy is that? <laughs> but we totally will do that. And then yeah. it's like, well, yeah, you know, uh-huh. so we do both things on that drama triangle for right. sure, you know, um, and we're human and it happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though we're really working hard to, I mean, we're in maintenance and we're doing fine with it, Yeah. but we still have those struggles and it depends sure. on how stressed I am and whatever, uh, which of those will come out. Yeah. Right. And I think sometimes having that language to be able to identify like, oh, yep, I'm, I'm totally going to persecutor or, uh, yep, I jumped right into rescuing you and, you know, counting your food for you and da, 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 da. Right. The, the cool thing is that there are healthy versions of each of those, Mm. right? That instead of being a victim, if I am a survivor, if I go into my place of strength of, I'm, I might be struggling, but I'm going to figure out how to get through this. So the healthy version of rescuer is coach, right? Um, that might mean I turn to you and go, okay, what do you want to do about what we're going to, what you're going to eat today? Yeah. How do you want support in planning X, Y, Z? Where can I support you in this part of the program? right? The healthy version of persecutor is challenger, right? That might mean that I turn to you and say, Bon, you didn't plan to do the cocoa today. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Mm. Tell me why you're picking that. Yeah. 
right? And it can be a struggle to kind of find that language yeah. because mm-hmm. I think in our lives, oh man, all of us know the, um, the rescuer language, yeah. right? And we think that's a kindness. Mm-hmm. We think we're being supportive. Yeah. Um, oh, it's too hard for you. It's okay. Don't do the thing if it's too hard, right? That right. enabling language, right. um, it's, it's everywhere in our culture. Yeah. And, we think of it as being kind, being gentle, being supportive when it's really not, it's really sabotaging other people and not holding them accountable. And you can move from challenger to persecutor really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like we've, you know, we try to balance that. So on a good day, instead of being like, you're not supposed to have bites, looks and taste, what are you doing? You know, I'm just like, Hey, I'm just letting you know, like we agreed not to do that. Right what's going on with you. Right. And then I, then I'm like, but you do you. And I, and then right. like walk away. Right? right. And it's like, I'm just helping you to like keep, you know, right. We're keeping each other accountable, right. but I'm not the boss of you. And yep. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do because that can just trigger the rebel part, you know, yep. and then he'll stuff two more bites in. It's like, that's yep. what I'm doing. Right. So it's like, there's such a <laughs> yep. fine line. Oh, no. of that. Yeah. 100%. And, and some of that, right. Some of learning, especially if you're doing it with someone, Mm -hmm. learning the language that they would like you to use, Mm -hmm. right? And so pre-negotiating that. So in a nice, calm, neutral moment, going to your partner and saying, you're like, when did those occur? (laughs) Right. But in a calm, neutral moment, turning to your partner and saying, so when I notice you doing a bite lick taste or this Mm -hmm. or that, what words can come out of my mouth that you're going to be okay hearing mm-hmm. so that I can help truly support you yeah. in this, right? And because it, it's both wonderful and awful because then when the other person says those words oh, to you, gosh. you're like, that you told me to. You told I me told you to I say that. I gave <laughs> you permission to say that, right? Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it, it is both wonderful and, and, yeah. and difficult, but it can, it feels so much better than when those persecutor words come yeah, out of yeah. their mouth. Right. Yeah. And I think for me, um, you know, when my husband decided that he wanted to start eating this way, I, because I have a very strong controller part, which I know is very surprising to some people because shocking, I also have a very shocking. strong rebel part. Right. Uh, but the controller part loves the lines and loves yeah. to stick, you know, loves sticking to a program, yeah. likes the prescription of like, this is what we do. And I can check all the boxes and it makes me feel really good inside that I did that, you know? So that's my controller part. And so when my husband says, well, just tell me what to do. I'm like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I was just like, yeah. I, I, that's going to make me nuts to have to control your program Mm -hmm. and my program. Mm -hmm. I was like, I cannot do that. And so we had that discussion very early on. And and, and more to me, it's been like, I've just kind of been hands off. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I actually, I remember, because he's not a BLE member, but like Mm -hmm. I wrote down, like these are the, you know, for your, you know, for the enhanced Mm -hmm. protein, blah, blah, blah. Like here's what you, and here's some options Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And I just, I've like let, I've really hands off it because I think that's the only way that I've been able to just be sane about it. And I'm like, I try really hard and I do some of that. Like I'll like look over at his food and be like, Mm -hmm. well, what are you doing over there? But I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what, Megan, 
It's is you know like we're this, and mm-hmm. even like with you know my the master Part, the BLE program says keep your eyes on on your, your own plate, plate. absolutely mm-hmm. and like even mm-hmm. with my mastermind group members like we'll talk about stuff and then I'll start to get like I'll I'll get that like judgy judgy you know what right. it's not the challenger it's the persecutor the persecutor you know I'll get that I'll go there and I'm just like mm-hmm. oh my gosh Megan like people need to do what they need to yeah. do and mm-hmm. so I think you know like this is just it's an amazing reminder to yeah. you know that I I. I Rob and I, you know, we've all talked about this with mm-hmm. the drama triangle is something that, you know, she uses regularly. And I just, I love the imagery of their triangle and those three points and how mm-hmm. it can be flipped to a positive yeah. and, you know, and how we can live in that, you know, in that positive world, um, as long mm-hmm. as we frame our mind that way. So I really appreciate that, um, that sentiment. And one thing that you, that you had brought up, right. When, when sometimes our, our partners or friends or whoever will say, you know, up, you know, just, just tell me what to do. That speaks to mental load. Right. (laughs) Oh gosh. Right. And that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) It it is. And, and, and let's make sure that we get to Mm -hmm. that in, in another one because, and all you have to do is Google mental load. Um, and a lot of that will come up and I use the language of, you know, kind of keep your feet on your own path of is this mine to manage or is that theirs to manage? Because if it's not yours to manage, keep your feet on your own freaking path. And you know what? With addiction, you are not going to heal unless you take it, take the yoke onto your own yeah. self to heal mm-hmm. yourself. Yep. There is nothing somebody can say or do for you mm-hmm. that will make you truly healed from your addiction. You know, um, you could lock somebody up in jail and take their drugs and alcohol away, but you have not made them a recovered yeah, alcoholic yep. or recovered drug addict, right. right? Until someone decides to do it for themselves. So enforcing mm-hmm. that on anybody else, even if you're doing it out of love or because you think it's good for them, mm-hmm. trying to run their program for them mm-hmm. is a exercise in futility. Mm-hmm. Um, it will breed horrible resentment and oh, ruin your yeah. relationship yeah. and it will not fix that person or help that person. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that idea. But I think for a lot of people, the idea of control makes them feel comfortable. Oh, uh, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, Raising my hand again. Same. <laughs> right. And yeah. if, and if I can, if I can just control what you're eating, Everything's right, gonna be then okay. it's going to be okay. And, <laughs> and, but we're doing that person a disservice that they are never actually learning to do it for themselves. Yep. Right. That if I, if, if I, if I keep you sober by hiding the alcohol yeah. from you, yeah. You're never really sober. Nope. Yeah. You're, you're just, just a dry on, drunk. You're hanging on by a thread. Well, and I think, yeah. I think the discussion could also be had that if someone else is, I mean, I don't know how we got on this cause this is not about support. It's about other people doing the program, <laughs> but, um, it, you know, if someone else's program is hanging on you, you depending on you, yeah. they're not actually doing right. Like they're not, and you're not actually supporting them. Right. Absolutely. That's not supportive. That's, enabling, right? Yep. Like, let's go back controlling. to that. So controlling, sure. enabling, yeah. that sort of thing. So I think, you know, the reality is, is that like, uh, uh, yeah, keep your eyes on your own plate. That's a hundred percent. I mean, a hundred percent agree with keep your eyes on your own plate, but also like there is no BLE police that I have to remind myself on mm-hmm. the regular. There is no BLE police. This is my life. This is the way that I choose to do my program. Other people may choose to do their program completely differently than me. Mm -hmm. And Hey, that's okay. And I could be supportive of that. You know what I mean? Like I can be supportive of the, uh, the way that others choose to do Mm -hmm. their program. So, Mm -hmm. so let's talk about how you initiate dialogue. You know, you're new to BLE and your Mm -hmm. partner maybe doesn't even have food addiction. Right. And you know, let's presume 
that you don't have any marital problems and they're actually <laughs> interested in supporting you. We all have, you know what I mean? There, and, and there's no yeah. other layers of their own past trauma that are going to interfere yeah. with their ability to help you. Yeah. How do you initiate? And this is for you, Robin, mm-hmm. you know, how do you start to initiate that conversation as you're embarking on this that, you know, you need to do for yourself, but mm-hmm. that you need them to understand and be on board with. So I like four step communication. Right. And so that sounds like there's four different sentences. So if you have a piece of paper, write down, (laughs) I feel, next line, when you, next line, and the story I tell myself about that is, next line, and the vulnerable request I would like to make is, Mm. right? So if I said, um, I feel um, controlled and powerless when you tell me exactly what I should or shouldn't be eating. And the story I tell myself about that is that you think I can't do this. Mm. And so the vulnerable request that I would like to make is that you um, speak to me, use these words to me instead of these words, right? And the beauty of that four-step communication is you can use it for just about anything and... um, I will say I have found that when, um, when we are really triggered about something, when we are feeling really big emotions about something, that's not always the time to be having those conversations mm-hmm. that we may need to kind of take a beat, mm-hmm. step away, self-regulate, and then come back and maybe even kind of write that out a little bit mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. what is it that I am feeling about this so that I can really talk to my partner and really ask them for what it is that I actually need that's going to be helpful. And that's a really good journaling exercise. And journaling mm-hmm. is something that's definitely um, yep. touted in the program a lot, you know, a lot. And so I think yeah. that that's a, that's a good journaling exercise for sure. Mm-hmm. So, And I think this prompt can be used for family members too. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, I know a lot of people put, I am, I, you know, I, I come and we've talked about, you know, I have, I have some eating disorders in my family and, um, and, and even though that, um, you know, when I've gone to visit my mom, she's like, let me know what food will work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I get that kind of support, you oh, know, that's from, which is, is from lovely. everybody in my life. I have not, I mean, I, I read about these things in the Facebook community inside BLE and people just, I mean, you know, they, they go to the family event and the family members are trying to get them to eat the stuff off plan. I mean, just some oh, right. really weird yeah. sabotage stuff. So yeah. I think this kind of communication can help in a one again, not in the middle of that drama when someone's mm-hmm. projecting their whatever mm-hmm. onto you, right. but when you're otherwise separate and can talk to them in a calm manner or way before the event, like, you know, yes. uh, when I'm at a family event with you, mom, mm-hmm. you know, you show, you want to show your love by giving me food. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that makes me feel is, yeah. That you're trying to sabotage my program, mm-hmm. not show me love, mm-hmm. you know, and the vulnerable request I have for you is, can we come to an agreement about, you know, some things that maybe you want to bring that, you know, I can eat so you can share that love or right. maybe that you can feel comfortable with me bringing my own food, mm-hmm. you know, or something like yeah. that. Because I think mm-hmm. that's a big, um, it's a big discomfort. And, you know, maybe that language can open up the avenue for some other conversations with that person that are mm-hmm. underpinning their, yeah. you know, their need to sabotage you. Yeah. Well, and I think advocacy, I mean, that's a big, to me, it's a huge theme that I've found. Um, and it's been really amazing. I've never had a problem advocating for myself. I'm sure that that's surprising. <laughs> 
we're laughing. It's not surprising, but I don't have a problem advocating for myself or for those I love. Like I'm right. normally really good about oh, advocating yeah. for people. Um, I have seen transformations of people within this program where mm-hmm. they will get to a place that would there where they are finally comfortable advocating for, for themselves in whatever that situation is. Mm-hmm. And normally it's around food, obviously, because that's, you know, that's what we're focused on with BLE. But I just, I just want to encourage people like you have every right to do the advocacy in this mm-hmm. way for yourself. You have, you can take up the space mm-hmm. that it takes to say, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong with that. It does not make you selfish. It does not make you, you know, wrong. It, mm-hmm. it makes you someone who is protecting their program at all costs. And I will tell you, I, ha- I have made that choice. Mm-hmm. I've made that choice in my life that I'm going to protect my program at all costs. And I, because I value it that much, it's like a diamond ring, you know, Mm -hmm. you're obviously not going to go bury your diamond ring in the dirt or, you know, do you're Mm going to take it off when you go garden. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. looking at my two Mm -hmm. gardening friends, I don't know anything (laughs) about this, but you know, you're going to, you're going to protect the things that are valuable in your life, um, to the measure at which you value them. And so for me, it's like, this program is so valuable to me and making sure that I can stay within the lines and, and keep my food sanity, Mm right? Not have that food chatter anymore, um, is, is makes it worth it for me to have those conversations Mm -hmm. and to be my own advocate. So I think that you have to ask, I think that that's, I think that that's really the bottom line is that you have to tell people what you need too, because, and my husband and I have this conversation all the time. Like I can't read his mind and he can't read my mind. We try and we fail miserably, but like we cannot, we don't know what's going on in other people's heads. And I think that's why that four step is so important Mm -hmm. because it, it goes through like, this is the story I tell myself, which a lot of times is the complete opposite of what's Mm -hmm. really going on. If you're having an honest conversation with someone, they they'll be like, well, that's not at all what I, you know, and that's not what I meant. And you know, Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. I've seen people post a lot and this, just bringing this back to your partner communication. Um, I've seen people post that my partner said, you failed on all these other programs. This one's going to fail too, Mm -hmm. which sounds Mm -hmm. super mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. mean, right? But you hear it a lot. And I think what that's probably really being driven by is I love you. And I'm so tired of seeing you on this cycle where you set yourself up and fail. And it's so horrible when you fail. I don't want to do it again. So why don't we just not do that? that. Right. Right. And so that's where this four step communication Mm -hmm. can come in where you can kind of express like, you know, you know, what the story I'm telling myself is actually that you're trying to protect me because you know that Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, you don't want to see me be fail and be hurt, but here's Mm -hmm. what I need. Right. And so I think recognizing that even when something comes across sounding as mean, it really could just be out of frustration. Right. Um, you know, protectiveness, if, you know, I, I think, don't want to see you struggle with, right. the, with and the shame. I don't want to go yeah. through it. Right. You right. put me through the, like we yeah. throw out all the food right. and then we do this, you know, we do <laughs> right. the cabbage diet and nobody right. can eat anything except, right. you know, and it's like, and then you relapse anyway. And so what's the point of all this? Like you're putting everybody, you're putting uh-huh. everybody through a lot. Right. right. So I just think, um, you know, communication with your partner is critical. Um, and, and, it, and at the very least, if you can at least convince them to just not be a barrier, right. If they're not on board with what you're doing right. and they don't want to do it either mm-hmm. and they don't need to do it or whatever, mm-hmm. at the very least you can get is just, I totally get it. And please you eat your food that you want to eat and just mm-hmm. don't bring it up to me and just let me yeah. do my thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be the very least thing that you might want mm-hmm. yeah. all the way up to like, how are other ways that you can support me yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. 
And I think we all assume that we know exactly what someone means when they say X, Y, Z. We think we know exactly what people mean. We don't. All the studies show that we actually stink at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being willing to just be curious about what do you mean when you say, um, you know, I failed at all the other programs. What is what you know? What is it that you're really trying to tell me with that? Mm-hmm. Being being willing, right? Curiosity is absolutely fabulous. To just approach when when my partner says X Y Z, can I simply be curious about what what do you mean by that? Tell me a little more. Yeah. Right. Because nine times out of ten, when they sit and kind of explain themselves a little bit, it's like, oh, you you, you mean something completely different from what I thought it was that you were trying to tell me with that with that one sentence. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I do want to give a huge shout out to my husband and how supportive he's been. Because <laughs> I've had a great, I mean, I know Bonnie and Clay do this together, but even mm-hmm. before uh, my husband was doing BLE, he was, he cooks, you know, dinner for me every night. And mm-hmm. so he made sure that I had what I needed for this program, even when he wasn't eating this way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that even spouses who are not um, on the program can be supportive. I don't think that it's nece- it's necessary for them to be doing the program alongside you to mm-hmm. be supportive. Um, and everybody's going to have a different level of that, a different measure of that. You know, and never, not everybody has a situation that I have, but um, I just, I encourage people to, you know, just say what you need, ask for what you yeah. need. That's what I did. That was the first conversation we had when I started BLE. I said, this is what I need. I need you to make me a protein and a vegetable mm-hmm. at dinner. That's what I need you mm-hmm. to do. And if you can do that for me, then we're golden. And he did. And so... Again, I don't, ha- I don't have an issue advocating for myself. I know that it's hard for other people. So, um, so some other people, not everybody. But uh, I do just encourage people to advocate for, for themselves and yeah. ask for what you need. And, and so that could almost be like the bonus prize of BLE is learning to find your voice a little bit more. Yeah. And I've seen, and I have seen, I've seen the transformation in some people and it's very, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, you know, it's really amazing to see people, um, come to a place where they will begin to advocate for themselves in that way. And you hear the stories in the BLE community. I, I, I was Mm. surprised. I asked for this thing and I got the thing that I asked for Mm. and I was surprised by that. And I think that that reinforces, I mean, I think work, I think work situations are hard for a lot of people, you know, like going into a work situation where you're like, I know there's going to be food and Mm. I don't want to be the bother and da da da. But it's Mm. like, but you're, you know, again, it's like, you have to advocate for yourself and protect your program. So, Mm -hmm. um, anything else that we want to, any other tips or tricks about support from spouses or partners or family? Okay. Um, and now we're going to do our usual. If you have any questions and you would like us to talk about a topic or you just want to know why the sky is blue, <laughs> we're going to have Bonnie answer that one. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you can email us on on the bright line podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social media outlets, um, DM, whatever you're comfortable with, but we'd love to hear your questions and we'd love to get that on the show. Thanks so much guys. We'll talk to you next time.